Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. You're listening to another episode of Truth Talks with Tara. It is your friend and host, Tara, and I am so thankful to have you rejoin us if you have been listening to the show for a while or if you're new and this is your first episode listening. Welcome. Hi, friend. I am so thankful to have you here and to be able to sit down every week and have a conversation with you about knowing, loving, and living God's word. Today's episode, we are continuing on this whole month of December with our Christmas series, which is arguably the best time of the year, my favorite time of the year. And for today's episode, it is pretty rare for me to have someone literally sitting next to me in real time in my office recording an episode because a lot of our conversations are done over Zoom or online with friends and people that we've met and guests on the show. But today we have a special requested guest and that is my dad. This episode is the epitome of cozy, Christmas, nostalgic, all the things. My dad and I sat down and have a conversation about our favorite moments from Christmas, our favorite memories and traditions, um, favorite things that we've done over the years, and not only just in our family, but my dad and his siblings growing up when he was younger. And we also talk about some of our favorite gifts we've gotten over the years. So it's very nostalgic. Um, it's a peek into our lives. And we thought it would be fun to have a conversation that centered around memories and traditions and how how they add so much joy 
and nostalgia and fun to the Christmas season that's centered around Christ. So let's just dive into this conversation. I know you're going to love my dad. He is a natural. So make sure to subscribe to share this episode around, share it with a loved one if you loved it and encourage my dad because I think, I think he killed it. So here's my conversation with my dad all about Christmas traditions and memories. Well, today is a first on the podcast because sitting with me is my dad. He was on the fun episode that you guys heard about my favorite people giving their best pieces of advice, but that was through the phone. And so now we actually have him sitting here right next to me. Dad, would you like to introduce yourself? You've heard the spiel. Tell people who you are, what you do, and a favorite thing that you're loving at the moment. Oh, boy. Uh, Hi, everyone. My name's Tom Eamon. I'm... Tara's dad. I love her to death. Um, what else? Who you are, what you do, and a fun fact. Who I am? No, or I guess, or I guess, like a fun fact or a favorite thing that you love. Oh well, a fun fact. Well, a fun, a fun thing that I, I was thinking about this. Um, my favorite fun thing is my steel backpack blower, <laughs> and the reason I love it is it just whenever you got a mess outside, you know. Leaves and branches and fur needles laying over after you get big wind and rainstorms. I go out there and just blow everything off, all the patio and driveway and sidewalks. And I just love it because it just looks good again. <laughs> it's satisfying, right? It's very satisfying. And if it happens the next day, fire it back up and go again. The backpack blower is kind of your best friend. When I was living with you guys, I would see you out there probably once a day. And even after a long day's work... Like even in the winter, you'd get home from work after working like eight or nine hours, you know, nine hours. And then you'd come mm-hmm. home before dinner and right. he'd be out there backpacking, blowing. <laughs> it's so satisfying because like in 10 minutes or 15 minutes, it's all back looking good again. Yeah. Well, so there you go. that's just the way I am. I like my yard looking. Okay, so that's your favorite thing. Yes. Um, But tell them a little more about who you are. So you're my dad, but like, what do you do? What are you passionate about? What is like... What do you do in life, basically? What I do in life? Well, just in the in the world situation is um, I'm a hazelnut farmer. Um, I love to farm with my twin brother Tim and my younger brother Kevin, and yeah. we have a we have a hazelnut farm in Oregon, about 180 acres that we farm, and uh, we also have a hazelnut tree nursery where we actually grow hazelnut trees for growers, and uh, we're just in the middle of. Uh, shipping a bunch of trees that we uh, produced in our nursery and they're going out right now in the fall. Yep, so that is what you do now. You were, I like to tell people you were a plant doctor for a while before. So this is actually your retirement gig, right? Which doesn't really seem like retirement to a lot of people because you're still working, but uh, farming is your retirement gig now. Yeah, farming is my my gig now. And prior to that, though, I was an agronomist for a company where we... uh, I worked with growers, um, worked with all kinds of crops in the valley here in Oregon and, uh, you know, growing anything from green beans to cauliflower, grass seed, hazelnuts, you know, berries, all kinds of things. And I was kind of the plant doctor for my growers and my growers were like part of my family. I just took care of them, took care of their crops. And uh, we just had really close relationships with them. They're wonderful, wonderful people. And what I like most about those, I could see um, God's hand on uh, nature and in the farms and in the working with the farmers, just I could see God's hand growing, growing our food for you know people to eat and enjoy and, and thrive on. 
Yep. Well, we know that God brings the growth, but you're always going to need a farmer. So you're always going to need a farmer. You're always going to need food. Got to have a farmer. Like the bumper sticker, was it bumper sticker says uh, to uh, have you hugged your farmer lately? (laughs) They probably have a lot of bumper stickers for a lot of things like that. But yes. But yeah, we love farmers and they love to to grow food. Again, it's, it's a gift to be able to grow food to feed people and it's a gift from God. Yep. And you and mom have been in middle school youth ministry for what, like your whole marriage or most oh, of it? I, it's, it's been, I mean, it's been over 25 years of working with junior hires. And that happened many, you know, 25 some years ago. And God just put a passion in my wife, Annette, and myself um, just to come alongside kids, junior hires. And God has just given us a love for them. And I love that age, you know, it's sixth, seventh, eighth graders. And uh, that's a really pivotal time when uh, they're deciding, you know, who they are in Christ. And we have a, a, a thing that we talk about, a theme, uh, make your faith your own. And there again, that's where, you know, we tell these these young people that, you know, your your faith is, it's got to be your own. It's not your mom and dad's faith taking you to church. And right, it's not right. by just reading the Bible and that kind of thing. It's really, you, you need to decide, are you going to follow Jesus on your own? And we've just seen volumes of growth in kids through the years. Right. So that's... That's what you guys have been doing on Wednesdays and Sundays, I guess, for, for a long time. So, but busy, busy, full life. And then now granddad, the little hunter. Yeah, the little hunter. The little hunter. What a sweetheart. Yeah, it's <laughs> we made the the grandpa and grandma club. So yep. we're just praise the Lord for little hunter. You're in now. He is sleeping right now. We got him down for bed. So now we can record. Um, So today's episode... For this fun Christmas season, I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for a while, but I figured it would be fun to start out with Christmas because mm. you love Christmas yeah. and our families always love Christmas. And so I thought it'd be fun to do a episode that shares like a few of our favorite Christmas traditions and memories growing up because I personally love hearing what people have grown up doing and what they love about the Christmas season. Um, so... Let's let's start. Okay, do you have a memory that stands out to you, Dad? When when you think of your own childhood, not just our family, because we'll get to it, and yeah. and Lee and I, my brother and I, and and our family growing up. But is there a distinct um, memory that kind of stands out or tradition from Christmas that you loved as a little boy? Oh boy. Well, like Tara, you're saying this is you know, my growing up with my younger brother Kevin and my twin brother Tim and. We loved Christmas. I mean, I think it was probably our most favorite time of the year. And uh, it seems like we, we always would. We, we grew up on a farm, in a little farm, a big farmhouse, actually. We had to hold upstairs to ourselves, us kids rattling around up there. And <laughs> we had, a, I remember we just had a, a kitchen area, an extra kitchen upstairs. And I remember we had all kinds of uh, little manger scenes. And we had like little, uh, all kinds of little, like little wax figurines when I grew up. These little Santas and these little... <laughs> yeah. Uh, snowman and stuff, and then we'd lay them all out, put greenery and lights all over. You guys weren't like the typical like you were very crafty little right. little boys, which is <laughs> okay. Well, this is, here's one I th- just thought about. We said that we're crafty. We did paper mache. I remember we made this. <laughs> so cute. We made this uh, Santa sleigh with paper mache, a paper mache. A little snowman that sat in there with Santa Claus, a paper mache Santa Claus. How big, remember, was, how big was this? Oh, it was probably about three feet tall and wow. four feet wide. Wow. And I remember it was all painted and elaborately made, and we put it on our front porch, you know, for the, yeah. everybody to see. Did it melt? Yeah, what happened is the, 
<laughs> we had some rainstorms came in, the water hit the paper mache, well, you knew what happened. Yeah. Well, we live in Oregon and there's a lot of rain, so that makes sense. And from the old farmhouse, which is still standing today. Yes. The, that rain really comes comes in there. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And like I said, now we're, my son Lee's living there now, but it's just a big, tons of good memories in the farmhouse. We just, just enjoyed that so much. Another, another memory I had is, uh, back in the olden days, uh, you couldn't buy a flocked tree. And I remember we went through a few years, we flocked our own tree. So we would put, I remember we stringed the lights on the tree. And it was like these C7 or C6 bulbs, wherever they were. And then we put all the lights on the tree, the green tree. Mm-hmm. And they made these little paper caps and we put them over the bulbs. So when we shot the uh, flock That's on funny. the tree, yeah. you know, you wouldn't cover up the light bulb. But we had like a vacuum cleaner that we hooked a little water hose on. You had to hose the tree down, get it wet. Oh. Then you had an attachment that you hooked up to the vacuum and ran it backwards, and it blew this what is, flock what material is flocking? in the back. What is flocking? I don't know. It was some kind of is it white. is it like is it like sticky or is it like papery? Well, or? it was it was papery, but it was in a ba- little bag, and you shook the bag, and the the air of the vacuum blew through the bag, and it forced it out of the nozzle. Huh. And you would just coach your tree and you'd flock your own tree. That's how we did it in our little garage in the back of the house. And was it, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I remember grandma telling us this, your mom, before she passed that. Was it with you guys or when she was growing up that you, they actually put real candles on the trees? That would have been my mom's, my, my grandpa, grandpa and grandma. Oh, okay. So grandma growing up. Yeah, they grandpa put and grandma. actual candles on yeah, the they tree. Put, yeah. And what the tradition was though is you would put, they would put their tree up. When the Christmas Eve would come, the kids would go to bed, and then Grandma and Grandpa or whatever, Mom and Dad, would come out and put set, actually set the tree up, put the lights, the tinsel on it, and ornaments. And it was like that. Santa, they would say Santa Claus came and decorated the tree is what it was. I think that's weird, though, because now we decorate trees like a month in advance, and you want to enjoy it the whole month, and then they just do it like the night before. Yeah, but see, they would leave it up, though, and then until, I think it was January 5th, which was the... It was a Catholic tradition of like his epiphany or whatever with the mm. three wise men. So it would stay oh, okay. up till okay. after into the new year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But every so- but Grandma and Grandpa's tree was always the same. It had that tinsel that they hung by hand on every little well. bough. And it was a beautiful tree, but that's just what they did back in the olden days. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the 
bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash truth talks. Back in the olden days. Back in the olden days when I grew up. Oh, how, t- how, how times have changed. Okay, so now fast forward to some traditions. I don't know. I This episode for me is fun and nostalgic, but I hope that you as the listener and our friend can, I don't know, like just feel the cozy Christmas spirit and um, just get excited. And I hope you start thinking about your traditions mm. and your memories and making them with your families and, you know, your boyfriend, you, you know, your husband, um, your littles. Um, traditions say something, at least to me, about uh, about a family and about just looking forward to something with expectancy, which I've been thinking a lot about the Christmas season, how we wait with expectance for Christ. But I think these traditions are fun mm-hmm. um, to, to mark the season as well. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, okay, now fast forward into my childhood growing up and Lee, my brother and I, and our family. Let's talk about some of our favorite traditions that we grew up doing as a family. There's a few that stick out in my mind. Um, the first one that I think is the one that's been around forever since I can remember um, is we would sleep under the Christmas tree. So every Christmas, I don't I don't remember how old. Do you even remember how old we oh, were when we started? Oh, I think you were like by, like by one year old or so. I really? Think we had you down there, yeah. Okay, so we have a pretty big size living room at my parents' house, and we'd always put the tree in the front window. Actually, we had the house built around the Christmas tree. Did you actually, though? You say the that. Window, there's a window in the front that was shaped perfectly for... Was it actually? For, I think that was a Christmas tree window. You know, you always say that, but I I I can't tell if you're joking or not. No, I'm sure it was. Okay, well, it looks perfect. At least it's a good story. I'll have to post some pictures on my Instagram story so you guys can check it out later. But um, then you'll see that it's perfect tree window. But so... (laughs) We had the tree in, in the window, in the front window. It had a perfect perch from the outside, too, when you were driving up the with, up the highway. You could see it. Um, but anyway, so you'd, we'd perch it in, in the front, and then the rest of the living room um, would, you know, just have our furniture and things like that in it. But right, we say under the tree, but we'd get pretty close as kids. Lee and I would bring our sleeping bags down from upstairs, right. and we would put them under the tree. I was always, I remember always being the closest. My sleeping bag, I could literally reach out and touch the tree, like, like with my left hand laying on my back. It was so, so close. And we would do that every Christmas Eve. Right. So we would hang out with um, family on Christmas Eve, which I, I don't know. I have always loved Christmas Eve more than Christmas Day. Yeah, I have too. Personally, I don't know if it's the anticipation or just like the traditions yeah, we have. But, yeah. But um, so we'd sleep under the tree or we'd hang out with family. Then we'd set up our beds. And <laughs> has it always been this way? You have to tell them what you and what you and mom do. Um, or you have done well, for your sleeping well, situation. Well, what we would do is we have a queen size bed upstairs. <laughs> and so I dragged the top mattress down the steps. And it's one of those, uh, what do you call them? Oh, I forgot the name. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, posture, uh, oh, supplepedic, te- te- supplepedic, temperpedic. It's like a big marshmallow. It's drag heavy. It down the steps. Yeah, I drag it down the steps and lay it down there, kind of uh, away from Tara and Mike. Tara and Lee, so they could have some room. Right, right. And uh, we'd set my queen size bed up, and it was really cozy. And then the other thing is, though, I was always make a huge fire in right. the fireplace, and the so-called Yule log I'd put in there, a big honking piece of oak, so it would burn all night and crackle and pop all night. It was kind of cozy, and the lights flickering, you know, from the flames and stuff. I love that part. 
I think you and I were the ones who always wanted the tree on all night, but then Mom and Lee were like, turn the tree off, we need to sleep. Too bright. So we would do that and open stockings, but we'd always open stockings. I don't know. Everyone does this differently, but stockings, our family would do, Eamon family would do them um, Christmas Eve, so like right before you go to bed, um, and not on Christmas Day. I know some people do them on Christmas Day, right. but we would always open stockings like on our on our beds um, under the tree. Um, so that was one of my favorite traditions and memories when I think of Christmas. Um, and then um, people go crazy over this on Instagram, over on my Instagram. So you need to give a little more insight as to why and how it came about. But it's the ginormous wreath. So if oh, you guys yeah. follow over on my Instagram stories and you hang out, you have seen every year or maybe this year is your first time seeing it. I will post it again when this episode goes live because you need to see it for context. Um, but... Every year for, I don't know how long it's been now. It hasn't been my whole childhood, but it maybe it's been like, Oh, I was doing, I, I think know, I was doing half. before you were, I think before you came home, I think I was doing, but it had to be at least 20, well, at least 20 no, I don't, years. I don't remember, or maybe I just don't remember it, but I yeah. don't remember even helping with it. I thought it, yeah. oh, anyway, um, but it's been pretty prominent. Like it's been around for a while, but there's this ginormous wreath and you can explain it. So it's not just any old one you hang on a window. What, what is this thing? Well, what it was, what happened originally is when I was growing up at the farm, my brother, I remember my brother Rick came home from college, you know, uh, right before Christmas. And he had this crazy idea of making a giant wreath in the, in the porch entryway. Mm, yeah. And so he got some black tubing and some greenery and stuff and made this big wreath. So I thought when I had moved up to our, built our home and stuff, and I thought, you know what? I'd like to do something different. So I took that same kind of model and I built this elaborate ring thing that goes right in the in the porch on the framing between the two posts and the I was able to secure it upright. And then I would um, start weaving and zip tying greenery to this ring and this thing's probably i don't know eight feet nine feet round and yeah. uh anyway yeah get the greenery on there so you, you just you just zip tie it you just zip tie you, you'd, the, you'd get boughs either yeah, from our, noble fir boughs and, yeah and a zip tie them on there and you just kind of learn how to layer things and kind of play with it and and then uh it was at some point Tara came out and said, Daddy, can I help? And I said, well, you can help me with start putting the lights in. And it just evolved. Every year now, she comes up and helps me put all the lights into the wreath. Yep. And- even, even when I'm not living there anymore, even last year, last year I was pregnant. Yeah. And was not living at home, obviously. Uh, but went up. And then this year, I got to take Hunter up, which was fun. This just happened a week ago. About a week ago. About, about a week up. ago. Um, so Hunter and I went up. Hunter didn't really help very much. But um, we did that. So that's a fun tradition um, that you've carried on to now. And this thing is elaborate. And it takes a couple hours. But it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, more it's than beautiful. a couple hours. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe more than that. Yeah. When I'm there, it's a couple well, hours. Yeah. Well, yeah, you help for a couple <laughs> hours. But, yeah, it's just been so much fun. And... It looks, it's just kind of like our Christmas card. And people can see when you drive by on the highway, you can see it from a long ways away. And we live in a, we live in a pretty small, well, it's, it's grown, but a fairly small town and area. Um, and so usually people that pass by know that it's my parents' house. I mean, we, we knew a lot of people in the area. And so it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I get messages sometimes and be like, hey, I drove past it today. Or, you know, people recognize it. So um, it's definitely a, a beacon, a, a site. Um so that's one of my favorites. Um, can you think of any more that we've done growing up as a family, as our family? Oh, some traditions? Mm-hmm. Or memories that what, you... The little Santa cup thing? Yeah, I guess those, there's those, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, uh, 
my wife found these little uh, antique Santa cups. So probably about you know two inches round or two yeah. inches square round. Like vintage, really. Little cute vintage, looking. yeah. Little vintage yeah. Santa cups. And uh, when I grew up, uh, we, my mom and dad, let us have pop time on Saturdays, like at four o'clock, and we could have a, a Pepsi, you know, and it, that was big, big to us. And so one Pepsi a week. One Pepsi on Saturday at four o'clock. And anyway, we thought I saw these little Santa cups. And I said, you know what, Tara. Aaron Lee, maybe we could have our little pop time. So we put our little Santa cups on the table and it would, you know, pour a little bit of I mean, I can't, pop in there. I, I can't express to you how tiny these things are. So it's and just like... You would like, sip it with your pinky out. <laughs> and to finish, like between three of you, to finish a can of Pepsi, just like a normal can of Pepsi, it'd be like so <laughs> you, many rounds. you fill the cups at least five times each. At least, at least that. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. Um I'm that trying to think tradition. of other things. We, 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 do. we would always set, oh, I'd always set your rooms up. Right. Dad would always help us. About you know, right after Thanksgiving, we'd set up each, each of you guys had your own Christmas tree. We had our own little Christmas tree. And then we had, um, you would take us to the local hardware store and you'd help us pick out lights. So we, yeah, strings of lights. And, and Lee and I both now have those same lights, like, in our in our own individual yeah. houses now um and ornaments and stuff that we've collected over the years and so you would come in like the day after thanksgiving we'd always get our buckets out of the of the back room and we would get all of our stuff out and we'd figure out what we want to do every year I, my tree was always filled with ballerina ornaments ballerina ornaments yeah yep. and, and you each had your little boxes of stuff I had your names written on them yeah and, and i think i still have a had lot all of your those. decorations in there but you would start decorating your rooms up mm-hmm. and i would help you get lights around your windows yep and, yep but that it's interesting because we started doing that together and now now you guys are doing it on your own it's so interesting it's so fun to watch yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, kids that, grew up. You're mm-hmm. doing your own, you your own thing. Now. And I like decorating too, but I think when it comes to like lights and and putting lights up in different places or the outside or things like that, like Lee has definitely, my brother has definitely like enjoyed and taken yeah, that on right. more. Like he's climbing up this old farmhouse and putting lights on. He's like he has lights on every nook and cranny of his house now. So it's um it's definitely like bittersweet because I definitely miss how it was like growing up. Like you you definitely do. Yeah. And so I was like bittersweet to think about it, but it's also really cool to see how it's um, changed over the years. And then just like what you and mom did, you get to, like, we get to create this now with Hunter and with our family. Yeah, and, right. um, and it's really cool to see that um, the traditions stay, a lot of them stay the same, but some of them can change now that we're married mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, we're you older Yeah, you start your own stuff. traditions with your family. But then we can still have the, the same ones with, you know, with you and mom. And it's it's been pretty cool to see. But, okay, so... As we kind of wrap up this nostalgic episode, um, I was wondering if you could remember, go back in the deep crevices of your mind and think of one of the favorite, one of your most favorite Christmas presents you've ever been given in your life, like at any point of your life, like when you're young or like last year. So give me one and why. Okay, well, it's got to be the Mattel Superstar airplane. Oh, so not a Red Ryder BB gun. No, the Superstar airplane. Is it like tin or something? Like no, really it was like molded plastic, and mm-hmm. it was a you plugged it. You had a battery, and you plugged it into the little plane, and you would charge up the plane, 
and underneath the plane it had a little like these little discs that you put in there that kind of caused the uh, steering mechanism on the plane to do different like figure eights and stuff when you let it go so oh so we just we had these big fields at the farm you know wide open and we i remember going out with tim and kevin and we charge up our little superstars we each had tim and i each got one and we fire them up and you'd throw them and they would just take off and start flying way above our heads in these cool patterns that's cool it was so cool i'd never forget it's one of those memories that'll it's just like yesterday in my head how old were you you think when you i would say those? we're probably about 10 or 12 okay and then what was what was its demise did it did it hit the ground one too many well, times? well what was funny is <laughs> we had a big barn down by the field oh. and the superstar airplane was doing its thing and then it came down and landed on top of the very <gasps> peak of the <laughs> barn it got what are, stuck. what are the odds it got stuck up there and we looked at each other like oh how are we gonna get that down did you even try? No. We yeah. say we're, we're, we're farm boys. Okay, guess what? It's going to blow someday. That's true. And the good Lord will blow it down. And sure enough, he blew it down. So oh. it came down. Was it broken? No, I think it survived. But oh. just see what happens over time. It crashed into a tree or something. The wing got broke and it <laughs> came, you know, it's over. <laughs> but that was probably one of my most favorite. And you asked my twin brother, Tim. I think it was one of his favorite toys that's pretty sweet you'll you'll have to ask him after this and, yeah. and confirm and, and let me know um and one thing i was going to say with growing up on a farm mom and dad didn't always have a lot of money you know we we lived pr- pretty frugally but i know they always gave us a beautiful christmas and mm. that's why the memories are so beautiful and yeah we always had gifts under the tree and mm-hmm. so that mom mom and dad always made a beautiful christmas for us yeah and and i think what stands out to me when i when i hear from the people that have enjoyed Christmas the most over the years is yeah they've gotten cool presents and stuff but like I think it's the memories and the traditions that really make yeah Christmas Christmas I mean obviously right. we know the true meaning of Christmas but when it comes to the cozy feelings and the excitement of 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 the material which it's okay to enjoy those things to an extent right right um it really comes down to did you have good memories did you have good traditions did you have things to look forward to mm-hmm. um and, and a good and a good family yeah to spend it with um yes so I'm thinking though about one of my favorite gifts and I'll make it quick but it was I want to say like maybe five, probably longer than I think at this point, five or six years ago. Let's see, I'm 23. Yeah, maybe five years ago. Um, My brother, so I had just gotten in, I had gotten into skiing when I was like 11 or 12, um, but I hadn't gone consistently until I was in high school. And Michael and I and my brother, we were all getting really good at skiing and snowboarding. And I wanted my own gear, but if you know anything about ski gear and snowboards like that stuff is so expensive and so I'm like okay there's no way I'm getting new stuff um so I asked for some skis and I didn't really know what that looked like uh whether it was used or whatever and we had Christmas came and went we had opened Mm -hmm. up all the presents and we're sitting there and honestly I think I was kind of thinking about it I'm like okay well I didn't get skis and that's fine though because it's kind of a big ask I thought and then we were cleaning up all the wrapping paper you know in the giant garbage bags and Lee disappears upstairs I didn't really think much of it and then he comes down with this giant giant thing um wrapped in black garbage bags so it wasn't even like wrapped in any paper and he's like this was upstairs I'm like what is that like I generally had no yeah. idea what was going on he's like I'm like what is that he's like I don't know it was upstairs you should just open it I'm not sure what it is and I was still pretty clueless and so then it was kind of funny shape but he made it bulky so I couldn't tell what it was and Mm -hmm. he set it on the ground and I opened it and it was skis and like I know it's not like 
like the the craziest thing in the world but I just remember like crying because I just thought it was the most thoughtful gift because he he thought about it they were they were used ones but he went out to like meet someone off of Craigslist to find these so he put time and intention into it he like drove to find them and it was something that I really wanted and he remembered um and so that was really special to me um I just think is because it was from him and it was the the time and the intention of it so that's something I will always remember oh yeah personally mm-hmm. i can't really remember before that but that was one of my favorite gifts so oh there's one other thing i wanted to say about um, another decoration that i've kind of built on my own i copied it from my twin brother it's a manger scene cut oh, yeah. out cut yeah. out of uh, plywood and it just has a simple major scene with jesus joseph and mary and some little lambs and i, I placed that thing right down at the entrance of our driveway off the highway there and you know i got this Nice LED light on, so it lights up beautifully. <laughs> and then I have these lights going from behind it up to this oak tree with a star. And so it looks like, you know, the yeah. light of the star yeah. radiating down on the little manger scene. And I just want people to know that that's the most important thing, the most important gift that we've all received is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. that's just the most important thing. And it's my biggest love is Jesus. And to celebrate his birth. That's what it's all about. And yeah. I'm so thankful that the Lord's given us so much and given us a beautiful daughter, Tara, and our son, Lee, and my beautiful wife, Nett. I can always be thankful every Christmas for them. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool that we get these little cherries on top to celebrate. That's right. Um, and I think it makes it more fun. But if we didn't have any of this, we'd still we'd still be set <laughs> yeah. with, with Christ. But um, it is fun to reminisce. And I hope that you guys had fun listening to these um, just a little sneak peek into our lives and, and, and growing up and maybe did it over a cup of hot cocoa, cozied up. Um, and then maybe start thinking about traditions in your life and what you can look forward to or implement. Something simple, but like we talked about, what really makes these traditions and these memories stand out in our minds are, is, is the people and the family we did it with and um, always centering it around, around Christ. So I'm just here listening to my daughter, Tara, talking and just... <laughs> I'm just mind boggled by just how I just love listening to share her heart and just a beautiful thing to listen to my daughter. Well, if you guys didn't know, my dad's probably my biggest like familial podcast type man. Like he listens to most all of my episodes and texts me about them. And he's like, hey, like this was my favorite because of this. Or like he texted me, you know, a couple months ago when Ann Voskamp was on the show. And he's like, hey, I love that because of this. And just like every episode, mm. he has a reason why he loves it. So um, it's pretty special to have him on the podcast today. So make sure to subscribe to the show, share this to a friend who would enjoy it, um, screenshot it, post it to your Instagram story and tag me. I want to thank you for listening um, and being here. But yeah, thank you for being a guest on the show, Dad. Oh, we appreciate you. Oh, I loved you. it. And just want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, indeed. And praise the Lord for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>